joining me for a wrap of the day's markets action is Devin Shute from the Rebay Group. Thank you so much for your time, Devin. Quite interesting moves and volatility that we're seeing in the markets after a green day yesterday and the rand going below uh, 18 rand 90. It is now uh, getting close to that 19 rand level against the US dollar. The JSC kind of ending the day flat today. Uh, we are seeing uh, counters like Kumba Iron Ore and Anglo Gold Ashanti actually leading the gains that we are seeing on the JSC. Just talk to us about uh, the drivers of sentiment today. Yeah, so, so I think you're right. It, it was volatile and, th- and this is kind of a recurring theme that that's been in the market you know not only maybe this year but but the year before and i guess a lot of the the drivers of those are the the tussle effectively between the importance that the market's placing on growth um and what that's looking like in this environment and inflate i mean employment and how that ties in as opposed to inflation and it seems that at the moment that the, the market is more focused on um what what growth is doing um, although we are starting to see oil prices rising, as as you mentioned in in the beginning, to to worrying levels, so you you know the the, in, the inflation specter may rear its head again. I, I think we now are squarely focused on what the central banks are going to be doing. We've got an inflation print coming out of the U.S. tomorrow that will be interesting because, as the Fed has you, you know confessed themselves, they are very much data dependence at the moment. So these inflation prints have a kind of an outsized effect on what, what markets are doing um, and the volatility as a result. It looks like there's a growing consensus that, that the Fed is not going to hike in September. You know, maybe we get a, a pause with claws, so to speak, whereas they're willing to do more later but won't. Uh, but yeah, I think all of that kind of wrapped in together creates the still uncertainty up one day down the next day in environment and, and yeah, really, really, you know, incumbent on investors to drill in and, and look at some corporate results and, you know, mm. what the drivers of individual companies are. Well, let's talk about those transaction capital trying to sneak in announcements um, <laughs> at ma- after market close yesterday. But of course, markets had the opportunity to digest those announcements. So two announcements, uh, trading, uh, annual trading update. Uh, the number's not looking so good to the point where the... Um, the bottom line forecasts uh, from March have now been lowered. And also a uh, surprising announcement there that uh, CEO David Hurwitz will be stepping down. Uh, we did see that share price tanking about 27% at some point. At this point, would you say that this is just a perfect storm? Yeah, it feels like it, doesn't it? And, you know, any time a company puts, you know, announcements after the, the, the close, it's hardly ever good news. And, and this was definitely the case with transaction capital on both fronts. You, you, you know, um, he feels like he got, got pushed out of there. Um, but, you, you know, whether it was the right or wrong thing, I'm not sure. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this company can do anything right at the moment in the market's eyes. But, the you know, what they were guiding in terms of their, their trading update was poor. I mean, SA Taxi continues to to be problematic for them. Um, they're looking for new lenders there, which which is an issue. And we're also seeing profit margins getting squeezed and we buy cars, you know, as people kind mm-hmm. of buy down to, to cheaper models. Um, you know, all this tran- translates into lower profitability than they had even envisioned. So... Yeah, at, at this stage, it's very difficult to to see the near term for for the business. There are still some, you know, good assets and, and good underlying businesses there. But yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd agree with your your sentiment. A perfect storm for them, and yeah, not a not a nice place for investors. 
Yeah, it really is going to be quite interesting to see the impact of this restructuring and also how long it takes. Let's go on to more uh, company numbers that came out. Libstar coming out with interim results there. Uh, revenue up 4%, but we did see a hit there uh, going down to the bottom line. Volumes decreasing, of course. We do, did also see that uh, uh, gross profit margin narrowing from 22.1% to 20%. How did you digest these numbers? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a tough environment and, you know, results that, that are showing a, a company under pressure in that. I, I think, you know, they, they, they did well to push those revenues up. But, yeah, when, when you saw the volumes coming down like that, you, you realized that there were a lot of their lines that, that were under more pressure than they had maybe expected. Mm. Um, no dividend. And that, that all fell through into headline earnings, um, yeah, dropping by almost 50%. So tough environment. I think we know the con yeah. consumer is under pressure. Discretionary spend is, is not what it um, has been in the past at this point in the, in the rate cycle. And, and yeah, I guess to, to be expected and yeah, unfortunate for Libstar. Yeah, and even just with those high input costs added to that is that 45 million rand that they spent uh, in diesel costs. Let's move on to Discovery. They came out with a trading update, annual trading update. Their share price um, edged higher by 3.5%, saying that normalized profit from operations is expected to increase by as much as 27%. There seems to be a difference between a normal headline earnings per share and normalized headline earnings per share. Uh, talk to us about what you discovered from those numbers. Yeah, look, us mere mortals who aren't actuaries are always going to struggle to fully understand what, what Discovery is trying to tell us. And, you know, they give, they give you numbers for, for every occasion. Um, yeah, big big difference between normalized and, and headline earnings. Um, yeah, quite quite technical in terms of um, have, having to interpret those. But there were some pleasing signs. I, I mean, I think the, the UK was probably a bit disappointing, but the performance in Ping'an, uh, look very strong and it looks like the the bank is really starting to find quite nice traction now the acquisition of quality clients which is really going to be the flywheel of the you know the the group and its future profitability and how it kind of all links in that vitality chassis looking good so i mean you know it did take longer for that to reach profitability but i think now we're starting to see the fruits of some of that investment ah all right well uh, let's get to your stock pick for today Devin. what will it be yeah, sure. No, this is a, a, a mouthful. It's a Chilean copper miner, Antofagasta. Um, we have chatted about it once or twice before. You know, copper is an input into almost anything green, anything re renewable. Um, the market is chronically undersupplied there. Um, the spot price has been under a little bit of pressure over the last 12 months, but the company has managed to, you know, be flat year to date. Uh, trades on a very undermining multiple, uh, strong balance sheet, and one we really think has got compelling long-term growth prospects. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and giving us insights on what has been driving uh, investors' money today, Devin. Appreciate it. That was Devin Shute from the Robay Group.